Jara Supply Chain. Highlighting and showcasing solutions for the most complex challenges. Facing the industry in 21st century by our team of subject matter experts and mentors. Broadcasting every week all year round, we will present the most up-to-date series of podcasts and webinars. Hello and welcome to another episode of Vichara Supply Chain. This is Norhadi House. I'm speaking now with uh, Lourdes Kass. Uh, she is a procurement expert and uh, principal owner at ML Kass and Associate, and she is based in the U.S. Thanks for joining us, Lourdes, and welcome to Vichara Supply Chain. It's my pleasure to be here. Thank you for the invitation. I'm excited to um, to start this podcast. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So today's topic is uh, procurement cost savings strategies. But uh, before we get in, can you please brief a bit about yourself and your professional background? So I I am a retired um, public procurement professional. I was a chief procurement officer for some of the largest um, uh, cities and um, instit- uh, institutions, public institutions here in the U.S. Um, and you know, my, most of my career was um, leading transformations uh, in the different agencies, um, elevating the, the, the profile of procurement and, um, of course, uh, reducing cost and uh, increasing efficiencies. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So I have learned from your professional background that you have been involved in the procurement for many years. So can you please tell us how does procurement reduce costs? So I have been uh, in procurement for 20, I was in government procurement for 27 years and now I have like three years in uh, on my own uh, doing consulting and um, there are different ways in which uh, procurement can help reduce cost. Uh, but most importantly, there has to be the level of awareness and intentionality to, to want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, many um, organizations get into this autopilot and um, process, 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 and don't take into consideration each individual procurement and and that's where that's where the key that's really where it starts uh, having the awareness and and the intentionality to to really look at the procurement um, as as it is you know, look at the market and um, see where you know where the organization stands what has been the you know the uh, past history of uh, the agency with that particular um, procurement um, or, you know, area of, um, of uh, spend uh, expenditure. Mm-hmm. So uh, can you also describe what are the basic steps in the procurement cost savings? Oh, well, I mean, there are different, um, different steps for different things. So, um, one of, um, one of the things that we did, um, in a, you know, a few of our agencies was to first do a, um, a, a cost, cost analysis. Well, um, a, you know, just kind of look at all the spend in -hmm. general. And, uh, you know, we looked at data or mine the data so that we can then understand where our biggest expenditures were. 
Um, and, you know, those areas, um, commodities or services where we had the highest spend, that's exactly where we started. And mm-hmm. then we started looking at it, each individual, like, for example, technology, um, you know, these uh, um, IT and anything related to IT, anything related to utilities, um, you know, communication. Those are areas where um, there's a high spend generally in organization. And it's where you want to start uh, looking at what constitutes that expenditure. Uh, how did you, what's your, uh, your history in that uh, particular area? And then, do a lot of research, uh, research the market, see what, um, what other agencies are paying, what, um, what are the components of the, of the cost that you're paying, um, how, how does it fluctuate or is it tied to the, um, to the market? Um, and, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of, uh, different components, um, to that, but uh, primarily there's, you know, first look at the big picture, second, uh, identify the areas that are, um, have greater uh, expenditures so that then you can uh, determine where you're going to start because it could be daunting. It could be a really daunting um, if you're starting from scratch. Uh, from there, uh, it's really more of a maintenance. Now, you all you have to do is kind of refresh the the data uh, mm-hmm. once you're um, gone through the procurement and you've identified the savings. And once you identify the savings, of course, you have to implement uh, the program and the strategies that um, in in monitor so that you can actually realize the savings. Because oftentimes what happens is the, um, you know, there, there's a lot of effort going through negotiating and identifying savings and then everyone forgets about it. But it's that um, contract management piece that is really going to help realize the savings, you know, ultimately. Mm. Um, so, so that's kind of, um, you know, obviously, you know, there's, um, there's other, um, another strategy would be to um, see what, what is, uh, what can you buy off of a cooperative contract? Um, you know, does that make sense to your agency? Does it make sense to, um, based in the environment that you're in? Because, um, you know, cooperative contracts I found that helps uh, me uh, leverage my this, the time of my staff, which is another is like an operational um, efficiency, which also has uh, perhaps some cost savings attached to it. Um, and that's really about um, what other what areas have someone gone through the process already uh for example like uh supplies uh, whether it's electrical supplies plumbing supplies you know all those kind of building uh materials that uh, other agencies um other organizations generally purchase and um they if they gone through a process where uh, the the savings are um, you know, are are reasonable or the price is reasonable 
it, then it's best to spend that brain power of your team in areas where you have not um, done anything to uh, increase or, or have any cost savings. Mm-hmm. Other thing I would like to ask is uh, how to develop the uh, strategy and the recruitment to be in line with the uh, cost saving target. So um, that's a that's an interesting question because um, one of the things that we did, and, and I'm I'm thinking of uh, different examples, was um, first we developed you know really good specification. That is key. If you don't have mm-hmm. good specifications then everyone is, is like throwing darts um, at a, you know, in the dark. Um, you have to know where you're going. And that's where the market research comes in. Uh, understand market research and, and uh, conversations with your end users. What is it that they need? What is it that they want? And, you know, those could be two different things. Um, and then look at your your. Um, agency requirements are they over the top because this is what happens and and it these are cost drivers sometimes we we have templates that um, that we want to use just for efficiency's sake and we want to use with everything but what happens is that um, they might have um, uh, certain clauses that increase the cost unnecessarily um, you know, and, and, and that, you know, that, that tends to happen in, in more than one organization. Uh, so it's really looking at that procurement holistically. Um, one is like the scope, of course, and the other one is, you know, are those requirements in line with what you're going to purchase? And do they, do they fall in line with how the industry sells um, those services or goods? Because um, sometimes we want to have information or, um, you know, or certain, yeah, information that it's really not necessary. But if someone decides, like, oh, it would be nice too, and those would be nice too tend to cost money. So it's really watching for what is it that you need? What is it, you know, how does the market operate and align those two so that you are able to speak the same language with the vendors and then be able to get to a place where um, it's, it's a mutually rewarding um, opportunity for both the vendor community and um, your agency. Mm-hmm. So what are other considerations for procurement saving? Uh, do you think any specific areas we should focus on, Lourdes? Um, I, I think that we should focus, you know, one of the big ones, um, it's really um, the requirements. Mm-hmm. The, what are the, what is the scope? What are the, um, you know, picture yourself with, um, and this is what I used to tell the end users, picture yourself with the, um, you know, with the product or the service. Um, what does that look like? What is it that you need? Do you need this, um, this or that requirement? And then make sure that the evaluation process is aligned with the goals. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's, that's another point where sometimes it gets missed. And then, all of a sudden, you're um, 
you end up back where you started in terms of cost because um, during the evaluation, there might be other people that get involved and they bring other ideas. If you have those goals set up and you have the, a clear um, set of requirements and specification, then you can always refer back. When mm -hmm. that's left to everyone's imagination, it can go uh, down a spiral very quickly um, and not, um, not reach the objective uh, with which um, that process was started. Awesome, interesting. So um, <clears throat> before we close today's conversation, Lourdes, uh, do you have any uh, KDIC's way or final talks? Yeah, I, I just, you know, first of all, want to thank you for the opportunity to be in this podcast with, uh, with you and um, just want to encourage everyone to um, really look at, um, you know, to strengthen the, the, the specifications and yeah. because now being on the other side and, and being the recipient of uh, some of those um, uh, procurement solicitation uh, documents. Um, it's, um, you know, sometimes they're, I, we, I wish that they were tighter um, and, um, you know, and, and it's just kind of generally uh, caused by the use of, of generic templates. So, you know, looking at each procurement individually, um, it's worth everyone's while. Okay, so thanks again, Lourdes. Uh, I look forward to speaking with you at another time. See you and goodbye. My pleasure. Take care. At Vichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share Vichara Supply Chain. And stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.picharasupplychain.com. Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.